What is the antidote to psychological projection? Now we have to understand that projection as a phenomena of the psyche of us human individuals is so occurring that happens all the time. And a lot of the time it leads us to creating a false sense of reality. And a lot of the time as well, we sometimes even go towards projection and actually favor projection and displace the reality of what we're actually living in to move ourselves away from what we actually need to do. We use it to limit ourselves. So how as an individual on a philosophical level and even on a psychological level, do we overcome psychological projection? How do we stop this from happening so that we live a life that is authentic, that is real, that is actually us putting our best selves forward on a daily basis, that doesn't include the baggage that comes from projection itself. What do we need to do to actually overcome this? So the idea of the middle way within spirituality, within Buddhism, within Christianity, within philosophy, it's very, very beneficial in understanding when it comes to developing a well-balanced reciprocal understanding with the world, when we're trying to understand the world, when we're trying to basically make decisions and be level-headed in our decisions. There are four fundamental principles within the middle way. They could be found within Buddhism or whatever you want to find it in that is very, very effective. Now, the middle way offers a way, funnily enough, right, of living and a philosophy that steers us away from all forms of mental and physical extremism. Because you don't want to be going one side or two, two left or two right in any kind of given situation. You don't want to be too extreme on your opinions of other people or on other things. You want to be well balanced so that you can critique and be skeptical and put your best self forth in trying to understand and empathize with other people in the world so that you don't limit yourself and your capabilities. So understanding the philosophy of the middle way is very important for this. So there are four fundamental principles that surround this idea. One is called incrementalism. This, you could say, is the practice of judging the qualities or classifications of things as a matter of degree rather than that of absolutes. So it is an, a very effective way of identifying and avoiding our tendency to absolute, to, uh, to basically be absolutists, when we don't truly know the understanding of reality, that we actually need to be nuanced and understanding of things from a nuanced perspective. Because something that is a matter, because something that is a matter of degree is never the whole story. Patterns are found within experience, as opposed to merely conceptual beliefs, have different complex elements and change over time. And this is fundamentally what is that? You could say the core of projection is that we're always making absolutes about things, we're always being extreme, we're either being yes or no instead of being nuanced and taking the middle path of understanding life and people and things of this world in a nuanced way through empathy through understanding. So to avoid projection in, in one way is through in incrementalism, which is judging the qualities of classifications of things as matters of degree rather than that of absolutes.
So principle number two would be that of integration, which is to resolve conflict. So on a daily basis, we can overcome conflict itself by avoiding the commitment to faulty absolutes that we make of reality, which would be by practicing these three other principles that I'm going to be talking about. So our psyches are full of conflict every day, and we frequently project those conflicts outwards into the world, onto judgments of other people, or things of the world. And that is the opposite of integration. Integration would be to understand the conflicts and to find a way around them. Overcoming those conflicts can unify our desires, the meanings we draw on, our attention, and our beliefs to make us more effective in the judgments we make as we move through the world. We don't need to be constantly um, making decisions and objections and absolutes with regards to conflicts. If we simply try to understand them through a more empathetic approach, through in integration, we're much more likely not to project and instead try and under understand our conflicts we have that we project onto the external world, if we try to understand them from an internal perspective, we're way more likely to not project and instead, again, be on the middle path towards living a more holistic life. So another principle is that of provisionality, which is basically to consider new options and our tendency and our ability to consider new options. So provisionality is the holding of our beliefs in a way that makes it possible to modify them in the light of new experiences or information that we gather that we gather when moving through life. But how do we gain, you could be saying, the ability to change our minds? We ultimately would do this by having sufficient contextual awareness of alternatives. We need to be aware of alternatives, fundamentally. And we need to be not bigoted you could say, as a lot of people would say these days, the word bigotry or whatever. We do not want to be biased too much. We need to have sufficient contextual awareness of alternatives that exist in reality. This is not about the beliefs we hold so much, but more the way we hold them and use them in reality. If the only possible beliefs we can think of are the ones we are clinging to, and it's unthinkable negation, like we don't want to negate certain beliefs that we have, and that's the way we approach belief, then we are holding on to those beliefs with desperation, and we're not integrating the importance of provisionality. However, if we acknowledge other possibilities in our imagination through creativity, and rationality as well, of course, even if there is no particular reason to accept them right now, we have a way into provisionality. So that is also another fundamental necessity to have, provisionality. We need to consider new options. We need to have the tendency to be nuanced and open-minded. Now the final point that I want to put across here is that of well, the principle as well, is skepticism, facing uncertainty. So this is the use of sceptical arguments as a reminder of uncertainty. Our senses and information processing abilities are fallible. That's why we need to be sceptical. All of our assumptions rely on other assumptions. That may be completely wrong. And language is often incapable of representing reality 
as such in of itself in most cases. So it's very important to be skeptical when facing uncertainty and be questioning of things. So one simple example of skeptical argumentation that's useful, not only for oneself but with other people, is what is known as the error argument. When you think you've got something right, just try and reflect on all the times you've made errors before but didn't realize it. So that's the error argument. Always be questioning your own assumptions. This will help with your ability to be clear-sighted in perspective. Uh, uh, not perspective, but... This will help with your ability to be clear-sighted and perspicacious and have much more perspective to life when it comes to understanding your own reality and your and the outer reality. So that's a very important thing to also maintain is skepticism. So to go over those four principles again, it is skepticism, provisionality, integration, and incrementalism. So I really recommend you guys look into all of those four things because that is the antidote. On a philosophical and psychological level of overcoming things like projection, cognitive dissonance, making sure that you yourself are continuously keeping yourself in check when it comes to being one-sided too much. You want to be on the middle path. You don't want to be too far left, you don't want to be too far right. That's even, even with politics as an example. People are like, oh, I'm left, I'm right. You can just completely ignore all of that and be, what is actually genuinely honest? It's not this dualistic thing of left, right, false, you know, true, false. There is nuance. Everything is grey. There isn't a black and white reality to live. So, so that is one way I would highly recommend you look into things to do with overcoming, basically, dissonance, cognitive dissonance, and projection. Because projection is something that's so fundamental and a healthy mindset would be something of the middle path because it takes us away from that reality and it makes us nuanced, it makes us understanding of other people and other things, it makes us empathetic, it increases our ability to empathize with the reality we live in so that we are not argumentative, um, arrogant, deceitful, lying individuals to other people but instead people who are noble, integral, authentic, honest, and open-minded so that human beings can come to an understanding of each other in a very healthy way. So if you enjoyed this video, guys, make sure to do all the stuff as you usually do, share it around, give it a like, comment your thoughts down below on what you thought of this video in relation to the principles of the middle way and all of this. And of course, if you want to do coaching, book in a free one-on-one -on -one discovery call with me. You can find out everything to do with what I do with other people when it comes to procrastination, overcoming bad habits, applying behavioral psychology, working on individuals' self-limiting beliefs, and all things of this nature, and everything that even relates to this video that I just talked about when it comes to becoming an integrated individual. So if that is something that interests you, book in that free one-on-one -on -one call, and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Thanks for watching.